Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. Tonight's Toddcast we're going to call Weapons of Mass Construction. See what I did there? Weapons of Mass Construction, WMC. Children, and if you, if you, need, my, if you need to know this, just step outside for two minutes. Children are by nature weapons of mass destruction, okay? If you don't believe me, just spend some time with them. Now, to be fair to children, we love children here. They're huge blessings from God. They really are. They're the best opportunity, I really believe this, that Christian parents have to make true disciples and soldiers of Jesus, their own children. But by their very nature, children love to destroy things. I will sometimes glance over to find my child, any of them, regardless of the age, destroying something for no reason at all. Really. I'll I'll look over and they're destroying a toy, someone else's toy, or a picture, or a utensil, or they're putting a wrapper in Janine's coffee, or they're putting diaper rash cream on the curtains. (laughs) Curtains don't need that. For some reason, kids enjoy destruction, and that's an odd quality, isn't it? Parents have the responsibility of seeing if they can reverse that mentality in their kids by teaching them to build up instead of tearing down. I think that's why toys like Legos were invented. Legos, Duplos, Lincoln Logs, you guys remember those? I think the whole purpose behind those toys, some parent must have said, we need toys to help our kids construct instead of destruct. Now apparently the guy who invented the game Jenga, he didn't get the memo. (laughs) Thanks for nothing, Jenga guy. But before we begin to renew our frustration with having children, we have to remember that we too are someone's children, right? We are God's children. And our God has the same problem with his kids as we do with ours. We like to destroy instead of building up. And it's an odd quality to have and be good at. The number one problem for church, and you would agree with me, for generations has been people tearing other people down. Just like when children notice that someone built a tower of Legos or a structure with blocks, they want to come over and immediately knock it down. Why is that? We adults sometimes will look at someone's life who's being built up right in front of us and we'll want to knock them down. Why is that? It's a very strange thing for us to desire. We like destruction when God created us for construction. So God in his infinite wisdom gives us one constant message in his word to help us construct instead of destruct. He tells us to love one another. Now, you would think that since we know God is love, it wouldn't take much for us to be convinced that we should love as well. I mean, if God is love, therefore we should love, correct? That's an easy train to figure out. But we don't, not always, maybe not even often. We look at God, we notice that he is love, and then that very same day we go and knock someone's life down. Why do we do this? Well, it's quite simple. We have an enemy who is all about destruction. He loves to see people's lives ruined. And since we used to belong to the the devil, since he was once our father, he had many years of driving that message of destruction into our brains to make it seem normal and even proper. But destruction is not proper. And it should not be normal. Destruction is evil on a spiritual level. Destruction is anti-God. God sent his son to this earth to single-handedly build up our ruined lives and souls. Here we sit this very night, built up people, simply because Jesus was committed to construction. 
And so we are thankful for Jesus' commitment to construction because without Jesus, we would all have stayed ruined, ruined for all of eternity. And not only did Jesus build up our lives and our souls, but he placed in our hands the most powerful weapon of good and construction there ever was, brotherly love. Let us be very clear tonight. Brotherly, Christ-like love is a weapon of mass construction. God's love through Jesus single-handedly changed our lives. And his love is what can change the lives of souls who are dead and darkened around us this very night. And yes, God is love, is he not? God, therefore, owns love. But it's also true, the scripture says this, that this weapon of mass construction called love was put in our hands to build up the ruined lives around us and to destroy the kingdom of darkness. Because much like God's word, love is a double-edged sword. It builds people up and it tears evil down at the same time. Ephesians 5 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And make no mistake about it, the devil knows the power of love. He knows it so well that he spends most of his time trying to neutralize this weapon called love. In John 13, 34 and 35, Jesus says, A new commandment I give to you, that you should love one another just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know, the devil included, that you are my disciples if you love one another. If the devil can neutralize love, he can accomplish much evil. Number one, he can, he can ruin, absolutely ruin, our assurance that we belong to God. Because as we learned on Sunday, love brings that assurance that we belong to God. It's not how we're saved, it's how we know we're saved. Number two, if he can neutralize love, he can remove our opportunity to glorify God because love primarily glorifies God. Number three, he can withhold from us the very tool that would steal people away from his kingdom, which is Christ-like brotherly love. That's what does it. The devil cannot have us unifying towards brotherly love or he and his purposes are in serious jeopardy. In fact, think about it. If we were the enemy and we knew one single weapon could destroy all of our work, what would we do to neutralize this one weapon? Wouldn't we do one of these three things? Number one, make it seem to those using it that love is weak and not very effective. Just convince them that love is weak and not very effective. Number two, blur the power of love, make it seem look no big deal, and highlight the power of much less effective weapons so that we pick up those weapons instead. It's brilliant. And number three, flip the script altogether and convince us that destruction is better for accomplishing righteousness than construction. The devil does this all the time. All Satan has to do is neutralize love and get us to focus on anything else. Thereby, he removes the one weapon of mass construction and greatly increases his chance of victory over the church. But thankfully, the Lord sent us 1 John to study and to remind us of the raw, God-like power and effectiveness of love. And this message is all over the Word of God. In Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 9, Paul says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. 
Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay. The Lord will judge his people. To the contrary, if your, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so, so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Listen to this. Do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. We do not show evil more evil. We show evil good in love and righteousness. If we simply believe what the Lord taught us about love, and if we refuse to believe the wrong narratives out there that love is weak, useless, ineffectual, overrated, overemphasized, the opposite of truth, then we can, attend, we can take love the way that it was intended to, and we can pick up the greatest weapon of mass construction ever given to man, and we can go on the offense against evil. When we go on the offense using Christ-like love, we take hold of the best weapon of mass construction, and the devil has no answer for it. And we begin building the kingdom of God up and tearing down the kingdom of darkness. Love is a mighty, powerful tool. And love is the only weapon, is, excuse me, love is not the only weapon of mass construction. So is rejoicing, praise, thanksgiving. When we practice love along with rejoicing, praising, and thanking God for all he's done for us, we become a true wrecking ball against the gates of hell. The only remaining question for us tonight is how? Because it sounds good on paper. It does. This concept sounds very good on paper. But how do we use these weapons of mass construction? Let me give you an example. Somebody hurts us. Somebody wrongs us. Somebody offends us in some way. And now we have a choice. We could send swift justice back their way and right the wrong and feel good for exactly 10 to 15 seconds. Did you know I tried this once with a bully? In seventh grade, a bully pushed me down, knocked my books everywhere, and was really mean. And I was angry. I was angry that I got pushed down and got bullied. And I stood up and I said something really, really mean back to him. And I hurt him. I hurt him so much he started to tear up. And I felt really good, guys. Really good for like 10 to 15 seconds. And, get, and then I felt miserable. Why? Because I just showed evil with more evil. So we can do that, right? We can do that, take that method, take that strategy against the devil, take evil and use evil against evil. Or we can stop, we can pause, we can pray, we can think, we can consider that if the best strategy to use against evil is the way the Lord Jesus taught us. Maybe we should pick up the weapons of mass construction and instead of tearing down like Satan wants us to, we build up and we put a massive tower of righteousness and love directly in the way of Satan's attacks and we watch him have no defense for it and he will actually flee from those who resist him with love and righteousness. Therefore, it's time to fight. It's time to fight. It's time to fight spiritually speaking. It's time to stand up to evil. It's time to build up the kingdom of God using brotherly Christ-like love and praising our God every step of the way.
the devil has no answer for that strategy. Therefore, Crossroads Church, let us rise and go on the offense with love and let's do it together. Because when we use this weapon of mass construction, we build up the kingdom of God and we tear down the kingdom of evil. And that is the strategy of God's word. Thanks for listening to the devotional podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.